Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Kill Me Now. My guest is laughing, and, you know... That's what I want you to do, okay? Um, just so you know, it's fucking minus 400 degrees here in New York. The subways suck, and Trump is an asshole. But our guest today, I'm so excited. I've been dying to have her on for, you know, a long time. A and then like, it took, you know, it's the scheduling. and the Let's be honest, it takes a cataclysmic ending of my world as we know it in order to, for you to feel uh, like I'm important enough to come on your That family. is so not true. I don't know, man. That is so not true. You never invited Ladies me and gentlemen, that's not true! When I had a job, you didn't invite me. Okay. Jealous Can I just say jealousy. something? Yeah. I have... You suck. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Pat Greenleaf is here! Woo! Cat Greenleaf, oh yeah, oh yeah. Cat Greenleaf, oh, she's a Jew, so yeah. Like oh, wait, wait, what? I forgot my Jew bell. Wait, guys, sorry, yes. Anything, anytime we um, talk about anything remotely Jewish, 
Uh, what, what else do we talk about? Well, you know, I want everyone to know how Jews contribute to the the world. So yes. here we go. Kakreen Leaf is a Jew. Jew, Jew, Jew. I am. So um, not married to a Jew, but a Jew. Are the kids Jews? Of course they're Jew. 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 But, but Wait, I'm, two for the two kids. Two okay. Jews. Uh, black Jews. Yes. I have who are gorgeous. Right. They sing aliyahs like you have no idea. Oh, I bet. And they are. So we've recently moved to Coney Island. Right. The only black Jews in our entire really? neighborhood. Yeah. And the Jew the Jew Jews don't don't um acknowledge us Jews. Correct. They won't even look at us. Oh th- you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. Right. You know, it's like that rabbi in Israel, the Orthodox rabbi who's like uh who said the people in uh who died in Pittsburgh weren't really Jews. Mm-mm-mm. And so, ill. so it wasn't like a national and it's like who the fuck are you? Who the, Who fuck, the are you? fuck are you? I couldn't agree with you more. Well, orthodoxy of any, right? Of any sort. No, no. There's the modern orthodox, and they're so nice, and they're pro-gay. I mean, like, anyone who's orthodox about an opinion. You oh, know, you like, mean, like, the, you know, I'm obsessive. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so we have a lot to cover today. Um, Kat Greenleaf, who I am so excited that you're here. I um, I know you were born in White Plains. Is that correct? correct. Yes. Jewish. Wow. Jewish. And but you grew up in L.A. You know, but uh, back and forth. No, I moved in sixth grade. Oh. I I really feel like in my soul, and it's always been thus. Yeah. I'm a New York Jew, and I knew that. Well, you sound like a New York Jew, right? Okay. Yeah. And anyway, no one else would have me like. In LA, they're healthy. They, you know, they, nobody uh, drinks or smokes or curses or like. I, not for me. I had to be there because I was twelve. Right. Uh, but the second I could beat a path out of there, I sure did. Um, some of my favorite people. That, no, actually, I only like one person in all of LA. Okay, but like you had to move because your parents. Yeah. Right. What happened? My dad started a company, uh, started Merrill Lynch Realty, which was, uh, it didn't last long. And my mom, believe it or not, worked for a company called Videostar that did, get ready, video conferencing. Oh, my God. That's so out of date, but that's so amazing. 50,000 trucks with satellites. Right, 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 right. Which now, you know. Defunct. Two seconds on your iPhone. Yeah, defunct. Um, So, you have a younger sister, right? I have an older sister. Oh, an older sister who was adopted. Correct. correct? Yes. Now, if it was yesterday, I would be like, I'm not talking about that whore. However, I did have a bit of a come to Jewish Jesus last uh-huh. night. Yep. And now uh, I'm back talking to my family, and here's why. Not talking to them is exhausting. Right. There, It takes more energy not to talk. Right. Because it takes space up in your head. Right. And, and, and now, wins. now you can just fucking relax. Totally. So... She's a whore. She's a whore and an Uber driver. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I mean that's good for both professions. Not business minded, though, because if she was, she'd be driving. That. So here's a true story that she and I were talking about before we stopped talking. She uh, has struggled with her weight. And we were. Duh. <laughs> Jewish. Jewish. But she's like, you know, she's she's like, a lot is she morbidly obese? Yeah, and I would. I hope not morbidly, but she's 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 up there. Right, um, and I'm not talking out of school here because you know it's that's the thing. Right. Um. So I was talking to her about she should start uh, a service like a people walking service for other people who have. Oh, that's a good idea. So then, they get together and like go for a walk. Right, because she doesn't walk, and it's L.A. and the thing. Anyway, so she came up with the best idea. I'm like, we'll make a segment about it, and she goes, Yeah, we can call it Fat Chat. Fat Chat. <laughs> 
Right? I love it. I love it too. Put a but little you go-go. can't say that, right? No, of course you can't say that because everyone thinks, by the way, everybody thinks that being fat is contagious, just like unemployment, which I learned this year by being unemployed and, by the way, packing on a bunch of weight thanks to Wellbutrin. No, Wellbutrin's good for weight. Well, not for me. Really? Yeah, but I'm better. It's good for sex, you know, so you can have an orgasm. No, because it was like, when I'm not on Wellbutrin, it's like 45 minutes later, I'm like, all right, let's just forget it. Right. I mean, honestly, 45 minutes. All right. I made that up. Okay. So if someone doesn't come within five minutes. I'm I know. Out. It's annoying. I know. It's yeah, annoying, it's annoying when it takes a long time. But um, remember when it was like all day, every day, it's like, okay, let me get a, let me go to the bathroom. I'm going to yes. get some water. Let's do it again. Is that what we were tired from? Because my husband and I often talk about what the Fuck, we're retired I know. weekends. Like I know. now, I can barely make I can't, When a comic tells me they're tired and they have no kids, I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Go shut the fuck. Exactly. So you you um you lived in White Plains. So that's like where you like you went to public school. Yeah, yeah. I went to. Oh, sorry, that's I all right. Went to public school at Central School in Mamaroneck. Oh, Mamaroneck. Yeah. That's very nice. It was yes. fantastic. And true story, I grew up staring across the water at my husband's backyard. My no dad, fucking way. Yes, we never met. Michael Ray. Michael Ray. Wow. Yeah, so I lived like on the Jewish side. Oh my god, that's Beshert. Okay, go ahead. And he lived across the thing. It was literally. You lived on which side? The Jews, where the Jews are, all right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he lived where the wasps are, were. right? And uh, and I literally used to think, who gets to live there? Was now there was the wasps area nicer than the Jews? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So, um, were you popular in school? What a funny question! Considering I would say no, right? Only come to find out. And I can't say their names on air, but all the boys I dated and the stuff I did, they've all gone on to sort of great really? things. So I must have been cooler than I thought. You know what I mean? But like, we're, you know, it's usually the people who go on to great things who are, are not popular. And so you might just have, be a good judge of character. <laughs> well, or they were the only ones that would hang out with me. Right. Which is because I was, a, I myself, by the way, drunken whore. In high school. No, we're not in high school. We're in oh. White Plains still. Sorry. Uh, was I popular? No. No. Mm-mm. Did you go to summer camp? <laughs> yes, which okay. I lived for because it got me the fuck out of my house. Right. And it allowed me some freedom. Right. And some, like, got really into nature. So as you know, now I live also far into nature. Right. You live, I know, right I on the beach. On the in beach. New York City. Yep. Yep, Seagate in Coney Island. I yeah. also live upstate in Roxbury right. in the mountains, and I I can't get far enough away from people. Oh, uh, same. Right? So, all right. So, grammar school, like, were you bat mitzvahed? I was bat mitzvahed once I made it out to L.A. Uh, that's so, like, moving. But moving at 11 is the worst for a girl. Did you have your period yet? No, that happened when I got to L.A. Ugh. right around the same time as I gave my first blowjob. And I was like, oh, my God, it's related. Now I'm going to get pregnant. And Wait, thing- how old were you? Fifteen. Fifteen? I know. That's young. I mean, that's old. Thanks. Sorry. Yes, no, I, I mean to get, but that's. It is old. It's old, but that's what happened. And I think I was. Hit- no, what? Oops. Thirteen. Thank you. It was 13, and it was 15 that I um, lost my virginity. Oh, okay. Thanks. So, um, 13, (laughs) you get your period, and you get bat mitzvahed. Yeah. So, but, like, if you moved when you were 11, right? Yeah. Um, How old was your sister? 
15. Okay, that fucking sucks for her. Sucked. She ended up going to boarding school, and that sucked. Yeah, that's Not bad. Easy. Listen, growing up, sucks. by the way, sucks. And I, you know what? I was just in Kansas City, and this little girl came up to me. I was doing an NPR um uh, what live from here with Chris Thiele and this mom and her daughter come up to me and the daughter's name is Georgia Wolf she's adorable and she had a pad and she drew pictures of everyone mine's adorable I, I'll show it to you I have it on my phone and her mother said the kids are not being nice to her in school and I was just like I said you know what I went to school every single day. I got called Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Orca every day. And all those kids who get teased and who are different are the ones who break out and change the world. And I said, you're going to change the world. And those other kids are just, they're just assholes. Like they have nothing, like nothing, but it's like, it's hard to tell a kid that, but it's like, I remember when I was younger, I spoke to a bunch of really tall girls who were just so awkward and, and they, they were like so appreciative because it wasn't their mother going, it was like someone who had gone through it. And so it's just so fucking annoying that that still fucking goes on. And it's even worse because of social media. Oh my God. So, so, okay. I have a million, let me, I want to start from the first thing you said, which is, I believe that if you're, sorry, if you're overly good looking Mm -hmm. or you like elementary school, you might you're, to, yeah. you're fucked. You're fucked. I mean, go to Walmart and enjoy your right. job. It, <laughs> because you have no, right. no impetus to learn. And everyone write in that you were good looking and you don't work at Walmart, okay? Right. Or you do work at Walmart and I'm insulting you, okay? Yeah. So please <laughs> no. send it in, baby. Go Try ahead. out that lady in Walmart with the Pringles can? <sighs> with the whiskey? I mean, I can't. I, I thought it was great. Um, so, so my point is that, like... I had a, a miserable upbringing, and I know my parents would hate to hear me say that, but I was, listen, I was diagnosed with clinical depression when I was nine. Yes. It was not... I have that in my notes. Yeah. It was, oh, I said a- a- 11. Oh, maybe it was 11. Okay. okay but, you know, clearly I... So, ha- how did they... But but that's... Was it after you moved that you got the clinical depression, or before? <sighs> Let me think. No, before. What happened was my grandma passed away when I was seven. Right. And, and you were very I, close to her. I was very close to her, and I just started... Uh, so here's the weird thing about um, me. I, I grew up in a Jewish family, but they don't believe in God. They just are Jewish, and I really believe in God and believed in like a bunch of stuff that I couldn't see, and my parents thought I was crazy. So that was a terrible intro to my life as a person who then my grandma... Wait, so they were Jews? Did they go to synagogue yeah. or anything? Yeah, and they didn't believe her. Your dad was a cantor? My grandpa. Your grandfather was a cantor. Fact. And they went to shul, but they didn't... Wait. Yeah, yeah. I've been... I'm too, I'm too into this conversation. Yeah, still do. And and they don't believe in God. Correct. You know how right. lonesome it is when you believe in God and, and, and... And you have no... And you're a kid and you have no one... All right. So... It was tough. So you had your grandmother and then she drops dead. She drops dead and I get really... Um, Started thinking about what's on the other side, and right, which, right, which right. I now don't think about it anymore because I'm still right. just trying to get to you know seven o'clock at night. Right. Uh, but it was a lonesome, terrible time, and I remember thinking, "This is it. I'm going to just be sad forever." And I was resigned to that. Right. Um, and then you know, once we moved, it's like my life restarted again. So even though LA is evil, it wasn't then. It was possibility. It was um, new. I was right. new. And you went to what? What neighborhood did you live in? We lived in West LA, and I went to Brentwood School, which was a terrible fit. 
Yeah, right. So it's a terrible fit for me. And then I went to Crossroads, which was... Oh, that's a great school. The best. I did a benefit for them. Yeah. They're great. They're that's great. great. It changed my life. It was it was fantastic. I also, How old were you... Well, how old were you when you went, moved to Crossroads? I was in 10th grade. Uh-huh. And, and basically what happened was Brentwood was so preppy and it wasn't... Right. It was a terrible, terrible fit. Right. So, so but... Who cares? So then I moved over to Crossroads, got a job at Camp Beverly Hills, <laughs> the sweatshirt shop. Oh, my uh, God. So I was cutting class, uh, which is why I hope I never have to send my kids to private school. Right. It was money that maybe wasn't as well spent right. as it could have been because I right. didn't show up. Right. Uh, but I... But... We did things like mysteries class, and we had to sit in a sweat lodge, and I got to wow. make out with my teachers. And I mean, that wasn't a class right. or anything. I just did it. I liked it. Wait, so you made out with your teachers? Yeah. And and it was great. Nothing. Nothing. But I mean, nothing like what? Like I didn't get. I mean, like they didn't get arrested or anything. I didn't tell. Everyone right. was doing it. It was the really. Kid. It was the at Crossroads. Oh my god! I'm please don't. Can we? Uh, yeah. Now I feel like the person was like, "We got to." Okay, sorry. No, but I think. Listen, without giving any names, a lot of people were up to that. It Ugh. was. It was like, you know. Oh, I hippies. know. It's free to be you and me. I loved so it. I loved everything. Okay, second. so when you had your clinical depression the yeah. first time, yep. did they diagnose you? Did they? Yes. So, so your parents happened. were good about taking you to the doctor, and not saying just snap out of it, or. After a year of snap out of it, and then so here was the thing: my sister was like a was was um, she wore her stuff on the outside, being heavy, be you know, um, clinical. Uh, she couldn't concentrate on anything, and ADD, yeah. right that thing. Although at the time it was called hyperactivity, right? That's what my mother used to say to me: Judith, you're so hyper. <laughs> Judith, you're so hyper. Okay. And my parents were big snap out of it types. Right. Of course, I was a pain in the ass. Well, also, because if you don't suffer, you don't understand it. Right. And if you do suffer, which I believe maybe they did, they were probably didn't want to pass it along to me. But there I was. Or admit it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so um, anyway, growing up is hard. And I so I don't want to blame it uh, on them. And frankly, also, they I just started talking to after a bit of an absence. Wow. So yesterday. Was the first time I spoke to them uh, in a few months, and so I will tell you this: after this year of hell from which I am now emerging, the saddest thing for me was that I didn't know how to well, uh, navigate the people around me. Right, and it turned out to be a very painful year for everybody. So, uh, should I ever be facing down a really shitty year again? Right. I think I would do it differently. I guess I don't know. Right. Blindsided because, but you know, you learn from every episode. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. And that's why getting back to like the good looking people in high school, if you don't have any friction, it's hard to learn the lessons. Right, 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 right. right. Who but wants- that's what like that's what's going on now with the, you know, trigger warnings and stuff. How are you gonna learn yeah. about the shit that you can't fucking control in life? That's the thing exactly, right? You have to go through it. So just here, I was thinking about the rougher times that I've had in my life and like it sounds so trite, but I am grateful. I am grateful. Right, of course, because yeah. you're mature ish. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of liquid IV because I love liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra 
that has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. You always wanted to adopt. Always. So my sister's adopted. My grandfather told me when I was four. I, I mean, I don't know why he told me, but he did. Okay. I'll never forget it. I was on the phone with him, like a phone that was connected to the wall, right? Yeah. And then, uh 914-723-1106. That was his phone number. Uh, and we, my grandmother's was 289-5699. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. Now, how about this? Did you have breakfast this morning? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had a thing. I had a thing. Right. I had two whole wheat waffles, yogurt, and banana. Ew, really? Yeah, why? Why whole wheat? Why bother? Why bother? I mean, if you're going to go for whole wheat, just have like a, you know. I don't know. I like them better. Than a, okay. They're like the healthier ones. And do you feel healthier? Not really. Not Shut really. the fuck okay, up. Okay, fuck you, right. Okay, so here's the thing. So, <laughs> so my grandfather tells me this, and it wasn't a like, oh, then that's what I'm going to do. There was no sea change. There was no nothing. It was a knowing deep in my But gut. did you ever feel like she doesn't look like me or? No. Wow. No. We're vi- Despite the fact that she makes me insane, we're very fucking close. That's good. We've never told on each other and we did some. See, that's great. Like my kids are, you know, I adopted Henry because my ex had him. Um... And then I adopted him, second parent adoption, and I had Ben, and she adopted Ben, and they're not genetically linked at all, but they are such brothers. Like, you, you could, yeah, they're you so had fucking- You out of your hoo-ha? Yeah, out of my vagina. Okay. Okay. Did you- What? Uh, did you know that they sell vibrators at CVS now next to the register? So you have to ask for it? No, it's like an impulse buy. Like next to the hand san- the mini hand sanitizers is the No, it's a pulse buy. Good night, folks! Yeah. I'll be here yeah. all week. Hey, okay. take care. Woo!
Okay, so you um, you go to the school, you go to Crossroads, right. everything's great, you're like, okay, fine. How did you get out of your, I'm just curious, because I'm very into depression, like, how did you get out of the 11-year-old depression? I'll tell you exactly. Uh, my parents made me seek very heavy treatment, which I hated. Which one, what kind was it? It wasn't CBT, because that wasn't around, no, really. No, but it was, you know, it was like on drugs and therapy every 10 seconds, and it, it was, I hated I hated everything about it. Frankly. Right. So I was like, well, if I just pretend to, to be, be happy, happy yeah. then I can stop being treated. And you know what? What it did was it gave me a line of bullshit that I could run all over the place until one day. It's like that story about right. the sad guy who puts the mask on and he's right. happy. And then I... Put on a happy face. Kind of. I hate to say it, but kind of. Yeah. And that's what happened. But I remember very distinctly, all the way up until I was like in college, that yeah. I was assumed that I was like, um, this is, again, it's going to sound terribly dramatic, but like a runner going around a reservoir of just sadness. And that was right. it. And that was that. And then I had my heart broken by a boy. And, right. Yeah. Still hate him. And, and, and went to India and followed my, you know, whatever. Right. And got my, How old were you when this happened? That was... Um, uh, 21. Okay. We're still in fucking 11. I'm Sorry. saying 11. You go all the way to I'm 21. I'm all the way over here. Sorry. Set, repeat the question. <laughs> no, I just said how they treated oh. the... Yeah, okay. Right. So there I was. And um, so by the time I started sixth grade, I was like out of the woods just because I was sick of talking about right, it. Right, right. And everybody treated me like queen of the universe because I was so much improved from right. the year before. Right. And then day after my sixth grade graduation, we moved to LA, which was... You know, I was... And you had to say goodbye to all your friends. Was it really right. dramatic? Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, and in a pre-Facebook world, I mean, pre, 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 right? Right. So what was it, 85, 6? You know, right. Like, and you the only way is to call them, but, call it's, but it's long distance, so it's really expensive. Right. Or write letters. Or write letters, right? Can you imagine writing a I still, letter? I still write. To who? I write thank you notes, and my friends, or if my friends are sick, I'll write them letters, and yeah. it's just the. And you know what? People thank me. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. It's great, but but I will say this: that anyway, whatever. So that's what happened, and I got to LA, and then I seemed happy, and things were going well, and then yeah, you know. Okay, what? so all right, were there a lot of kids at your bat mitzvah? Yes, wow. there were. And you want to hear a terrible thing? I for, As I was writing out the candlelighting dedications, I mean, there was like, let's say, 30 girls. I forgot one. Denise Ross. And she was in hysterics. And it wasn't that I didn't like her. I just fucking forgot. I so what'd you say to her? I'm so terribly sorry. Have this man a Shevitz wine. Let's get wasted. Oh, my it didn't God. Go. It didn't go. When you hear something else that terrible that happened? Yeah. I got a bad haircut the day before. Ugh. So I had hair like, you know, pretty gr And it... I ended up like a boy. I looked like a boy, a tranny in this right. in this pink taffeta dress and short hair. It was the worst. I looked like a like a. Did yeah. you scream, scream and cry, your mother? Of course, yeah. screamed and cried. Right. Well, here's you know I um, had very few people kids at my bat mitzvah because um, they were so fucking mean to me. But uh, my mother was would not have. A, a big party. She was like, the big parties, are, it's not about that, it's about the... Except big, it is, though. Right, but it really, not for, my parents were born in 1916 and 1922. Okay. So, it they had, yeah. So, my brother had a brunch after his bar mitzvah at the house. My sister... At the house? Yeah. That's the point. And... 
Uh, my sister had uh, dessert at the synagogue after hers, and I had the big one. We had dinner before at the synagogue, and then dessert after. At the, all at the synagogue? All at the one synagogue. And no pictures, because you couldn't take pictures, because it was Shabbat. So, um, yeah, so Did my mother was very into it. I, You know, I it was my first performance. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. You but know. it was like, these fucking girls were so mean to me. And, um, you know, I wouldn't, one girl, I never forget, I was walking down the street and she stops, she's in the car with her mother. She's like, uh, Judith, because everyone called me Judith. Um, uh, are you, and this was February, my bat mitzvah was in November and she was in my Hebrew school class. And she was like, are you planning on inviting me to your bat mitzvah? Because I'm sending out my invitations and I wasn't going to invite you unless no. you, yeah, this is the shit. What was her name? I don't want to say, say it. it. I said Denise Ross. Say it. Lori Wonder. Really? Yeah. Let's look her up. No. Let's go get her. I can't. I can't. Wait, that's the show. You and like, like, uh, I want to do a show. I want to do a show where kids get to meet their bullies and tell that's them what I'm off. Saying. I know. Let's do that. Okay. Anyway, um, Judge Judy. Like right. Yeah. That's a good, that's Thank really you. good. Yeah. And she's my, uh, girlfriend's cousin. Okay. Take care. Dead or alive? Who? My girlfriend? Judge Judy. Judge Judy's alive. Sorry, 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 sorry. She's young and hip. All right. Anyway, so then did you go to college? Ish. Okay. I went to Boston University for two years. Wow. That's a good... You were smart. How'd you fucking get in when you're saying you didn't even go to class? Smart. Did you get do well yeah. on your SATs? No. 1100. Oh I, oh, I got lower than that. Really? Yes. I could not take... But I was number 31 in my class. Go. You were number thirty one in your class. How about this? When I was taking the, how do you even know that? Did because they I'm do I, that? They did. We had like three hundred and fifty kids. Where? In New Jersey. Huh. And uh, I just remember. I just remember them writing the number down. I was like, Oh my god, I'm in the top ten percent. But the, the, the poor person in the bottom. Why would they ever do that? Well, it was. Like the, you know, you if you were in your top ten percent, you put it on your um, college app. But did they list it for everybody to see? No, no, you just found out. I no, see. they didn't list it. Fascinating. Did you have presidential fitness? Oh, oh worst fucking shit! Fuck it, because I can't oh. do a pull up. You can't do. And I'm fucking can. six feet tall in eighth grade, and you're, I'm going to do a fucking pull up I, and eight hundred sit ups, and it's like fuck you. And the they fucking the names, right? And oh, what about how they used to bring call you down? Then they'd measure and weigh you in front of everyone. The worst. And I was six feet tall, and they would be like, Bigfoot, big, and it was torture. What it was fucking hell? torture. What is wrong with people? So much, right? Yeah, weighing, oh, and those uniforms. The uniforms were ass. You know what, so for as crappy as our world is these days, I have to say at least we're not doing that shit anymore. Right, we're a now little more, everyone, quote unquote, woke. Okay, um, so you go to Boston University for two years. Two years. Studying what? Communications. Right, okay. I was a bouncer at the... I was a bouncer at the nightclub in town because I'm, right. like, I'm not, whatever, because I'm not going to be bored in these two years. Right. Anyway, then I had my heart broken, so I went to India for a year. Uh, when like, your junior year? Yeah. I spent my junior year in India. Did you study there or are you? Yeah. I, yes. I mean, getting credits. Yes. Through okay. Long Island University because they had a okay. program called Friends World College, which okay. was uh, hippie, Quaker. And your mother, your mother and father were like, okay, go to India? They gave zero craps as long as I stayed in college. Oh, that's good. So okay. that happened. And then I moved to Brazil for my senior year. Wow. And, Do you uh, speak Spanish? Well, here's the thing. I'm lazy and everyone wanted to learn English. So I was like, go ahead. Right. And so I didn't speak a word. Okay. Brazil, uh, beautiful, right? 
the, the greatest, the greatest. My piano teacher was from my old, one of my piano teachers from Brazil and Jewish. Go. Yes. You know, yeah. the oldest synagogue, I think, in South America is in Brazil. Of all things. Okay. So, yeah. So I went there. Great. You know, if I had it to do over again, I would have not done the two years in Boston because it was a waste of time. Right. Uh, I would like to be out in the world learning shit. But right. You know, as a kid, you don't. You don't know. Don't even right. So you graduate. Right. I graduate, and my uh, mom's cousin was starting a show on Ziff Davis Television about the internet. Well, wow. What year is this? Nineteen ninety four. Wow. Right. So OJ, baby. Yeah, I was just. Stop! You just ate my thoughts. I was All just right. going to say the only thing I remember about that job right. was watching the OJ, OJ thing. Yeah. Oh my God, where were you? It was the greatest. That actually is the thing that got me really interested in news. Was right. that, and then the Hillbop comment. Um, remember that with the people who like got castrated and they were yes. all wearing Nike shoes. And yeah. Right. So I saw those two things on television. I was like, television's great. Maybe right. I could be a reporter. But you were in a rock band, right? Yes, yes. Wait, so, so wait. You're up at... You're, did you go to San Francisco after correct. Brazil? Yes. So what okay. happened was, I, I graduate from Brazil. I don't know what I'm going to do. My mom's cousin said, do a job for me. And so I went there. Jewish, the cousin? To Gary Kay. May he rest in peace uh, as of last week. By the I'm way, sorry, Gary. Isn't everybody like everyone dies right in January? Everyone fucking dies. You know, I just my uncle just died I'm sorry. last week. Thank May you. He rest in peace. Is he, uncle is he Bernie. Gary? Oh. Uncle Bernie. And uh, my sister had the funniest line because it was like minus four thousand degrees. And uh she said to my brother, at least our parents had the courtesy of dying in the summertime. <laughs> Okay. Like, by the way, and just a little side note on this, I would very much like to start a funeral business because they don't have to be sad and awful the way they are. You know what I mean? I don't go anymore. Like, I really literally do not attend right. family funerals. I want mine to be hilarious. I've told hilarious, friends. Right? I've told friends, can you tell the story at my funeral? Because I want it to be fucking hilarious. So what if we, like, pre-produced? My, but, you know, like my friend Judy told, God rest her soul. It was the fucking funniest memorial service ever. I mean, I've been to comedians... Memorial services, and they're hilarious. My friend Bob Smith, hilarious. But we cried, too. But, like, yeah. you know... You want people to be sad you're gone, but at the same time, have a Like, blast. celebrate! Yes, and everybody Celebrate! That. All right, so... Oh, so, and on this this idea, what if we um, put your ashes with fireworks? And then... Okay, Jews don't get cremated, but... Whatever. I'm thinking, like, I'm not gonna... Oh, whatever. Ah. I don't know. What... So, wait, so you're in, you go to San Francisco. Go to San Francisco. And you're in a rock band. What do you play? Of course, I'm this singer. Oh, I thought so. Duh, but even I, though you play ukulele now. I do play ukulele. It, it, talk it, in the what? fucking what? mic. <sighs> okay, go. Like this. Uh, I'm not really uh, so good at playing music, although I will say my vocals have gotten a lot better since I moved to Coney Island, because what I do is I go out on the beach and sing my fucking face off every morning. And there's there's moisture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good for your voice. Terrible for your Jewy joints. Right. I wake up in pain every day. Oh, please. I, oh, my. Right? I have a knee replacement. Go ahead. You do? Yes. Do you love it? No. Well, better than the old one? It's much better. The other one needs to be replaced really bad. But I fell on my knee replacement two weeks ago because, you know, it's and it's still is killing me. There's um, it's bruised. Now the bruise has moved down my leg. It's like it's you can never go on your knees again. Like you can never like it's horrible. So 
But so it's I can walk. I my, I can straighten my leg out. I can't straighten the other one out. Okay, go. I am so sorry about that. Thank by you. The way, old juice. The also caucus complainer corner. That's yeah. where we are. Yep. Okay. So and, uh, by the way, to okay. the listeners. I'm sorry for the bell, but this is a really Jewy podcast. Okay, <laughs> didn't even mean. Okay, uh, go right. So we're about to do our Haftorah portions. Yeah, Wouldn't that be that would be so funny. I don't remember. I we should do a night of Haftorah uh, where people oh. read their bat mitzvah. Oh my god! Ah! That's so oh good. My god. That's so good. Oh that's my god! Like celebrity autobiography, but yes. better. Oh You're my a god! Genius. You're a genius. I'm doing that. Let's do. Yeah, who who can you call? Who are your people? Oh my god! This is the best fucking idea. I know. I don't know where mine is, but I'll find it. Mine was about the Exodus, and my mother rewrote it because I wrote one that she thought sucked. So I ended up having to do it. Oh my god! Hers. Oh yep. my god! We're doing this. This is so okay. great. Okay, go. It's like from Hamilton. So we're doing this. Right. Are you a Hamilton nutcase too? Not that bad. Go. Okay. But I All loved right. it. Go. Yeah, me too. Okay. So what happened? So then. So you're in the th- you're in the rock band. Oh, right. So dr- so I'm fat because I'm drinking my face off and I'm eating like pizza. fat to you. What is fat to no, you? No, I think I was definitely you know it's like five four. Teen versus now, and I'm. What are you at six? Four. four. Yeah, sorry. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm now a six, but but I, I'm a sixteen now. I was a twelve. I was okay. a ten, twelve. Now I'm a sixteen. I think it's the. I think they they changed the way they do the numbers. I think you're the same. No, I'm not. Okay. If they change it, then uh, no. And sometimes I'm an 18. No, I'm, no. I got the, the whole, this fucking, yes, I can't. I know. But I'm also big. Like, I'm a big per I was always big. Um, I did my DNA. I'm supposed to be bigger. Wait, DNA says that? Yeah, they say your your weight would be, you know, 10% more than usual. And that I, you know, I'm prone to drink a lot of coffee, which I do. <laughs> they, wait. They, the 23 and me. Yes. Yeah. 97% Ashkenazi Jew. What's the other three percent black? I want it to be black so bad. Yeah, I can. I mean, I see like, that. Um, but I'm Neanderthal. <laughs> um, You're not. Yeah, and you have a hot wife. Asian. Yeah, and something. What the fuck? Else was I? I don't know. But anyway, so can you're I tell in, you an amazing story about yeah. 23 Me. Just my so my sister, you know, adopted. Somebody got her yeah. free in 23 Me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So my sister uh, identifies very strongly with being Jewish. She's right. with an uh, Israeli guy. The right. whole thing. So she does the 23 and Me. Finds out. Meets the uncle, whatever, right? So she she learns about her her birth story. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so so my sister's all pro Israel, I guess, on yeah. her Facebook. Her biological half sister. Palestinian. No Wears way. Wears the hijab, lives over there. No way. Way. So the uncle leans into my sister and is like, hey, if you ever want to meet this other girl, you, right. gotta, you gotta dial it back. And she's like, hell no. Right. So P.S. through 23andMe, she's already, she's now like quasi-met and then not met and never gonna meet the sister because they both have differing opinions on right. Israel. Yeah, that's a hard, Isn't that's that, a hard thing. That's also like, put down your guns. Right, 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 and right. And just meet once. Wait, so... Is she Jewish too? Yep. Oh, yep. good. Thank God. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> one more um, for us. Okay. So that right. So what happened? So I'm in San Francisco, drunken fat whore, uh, sleeping with the whole scene. Right. Right. By the way, straight person, uh, drunken fat singer, not the best place to be when I was in San Francisco right. in my twenties. Everybody else was either gay and, and paired up, or a banker and lived in right, Cal right, right, Palo. Right. And I was. Where, know, what part of San Francisco did you live in? I lived in the Hate. And mm. uh, where else was I going to live? It's so, so cliche, right? Yeah. But I did love it. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And uh, I had bleach blonde hair and was friends with this little upcoming band called No Doubt. And this girl no called doubt. Gwen Stefani. And mm. she, we were getting ready for one of her so- shows. And she looked at my hair. She's like, maybe I should do my hair blonde. 
and I feel like she you, owes me billions because I, yeah. I remember telling her shit her get off the pot, Gwen. Right. And now, she's so yeah, obviously she's going to thank you in the next speech. Okay. So um, then you you're there for how long? I'm there uh, until I got evicted from my apartment. For you're going to love this rock and roll sabbaths. I had these incredible open door sabbaths every Friday night with themes. Okay, so we do like a white trash sabbath, and everyone would come dressed up, and and we all drank, and I mean it was the craziest. And I got evicted because of that. <laughs> wow. Yep. And I was a traffic reporter for KGO News Talk FM and No Sense of Direction and it all kind of went south at the same time so I came to New York where a year to the day after I moved here I met my now husband and then September 11th happened of course how'd you meet your husband? He picked me up at a party where I thought I was the hottest thing going because I was a traffic reporter on New York One We, we haven't gotten there yet oh sorry yeah I'll back up. So I got no, evicted. No. I got evicted. From no, no, you can tell. You can tell the story of because well, then I'll go back to your career. Go. Okay, so it's okay. Fine. So I'm, I'm the. Uh, I'll never forget it. It was August twenty second, and my what year? Uh, two thousand one. Mm. Went. Oh this, right, 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 right. Went to a party. Uh, and by the way, Ben was born August 9th, two thousand one. Yes, go ahead. Well, so it was a bit, oh, what a f- weird Horrible. time Horrible. to bring a baby into the world. And he got, he had, two th- September 11th was the first day Henry got on the bus by himself to go to school. So I had to go no, pick, no. I had to go, yeah. And then, two days later, Ben gets some... Horrible disease, like horrible high fever and um, some sort of virus. And we end up at NYU Medical Center where the morgue is and the, you know, the papers, like the the pictures of people all over, you know, missing. That was the worst. And we were in the hospital. Um, he had to get a spinal tap, and I stayed in the hospital because I was breastfeeding. And he, and plus, I would never fucking leave. But um, he, I, w- I remember going in and saying, it, it, "Is it busy?" And they're like, "No." And then every time they someone walked down the hall with like their their thing, you yeah, know, their the, um, the thing that holds the IV. IV, yeah. And I heard the noise. I was like, "Oh my god, we're getting it!" It was horrible. People, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Okay. That was so, the worst. That was the worst, worst thing about. I mean, that was so many worst things. But but the visual and the experience of, and the and the oh, just these fucking people's stories. Horrible. Okay. Oh, that was a terrible time. Terrible. And and every year, still on on nine yeah. eleven. The, I, and everyone's like, don't really, don't do the names anymore. Fuck you. What do you mean? Don't do the names. Fuck you. Right, watch something on Netflix. Right. Well, let right. the news read the right. names. Right. Right. Okay, so, and, and we like George Bush for five seconds. Okay, so. Do you so remember that? I remember as a comic, because it was so hard to do stand-up after, and the clubs had closed, and then they started doing stand-up. I mean, thank God for Saturday Night Live. That broke the whole thing. Was it that? And the Daily Show also, right? Yeah. Wasn't that? And, and that these people had acknowledged it, but... Um, you know, it it was because fuckface Giuliani went on SNL and said, we can laugh. I'm giving you permission to laugh. But um, who knew he would turn into fucking psycho mental patient? But um, the <laughs> I remember the club and we all had to drop our George Bush jokes. Wow. Yeah. Because wow. everyone was like, you know, we're united and he's not an idiot. <laughs> except that. Uh, but All right. Do you, do, yeah. I, now, I'm sorry, I shouldn't change around, except that. Do you remember your first 
joke after that or any other great national tragedy that you felt okay delivering and getting laughter for? I don't. I really don't. I have to think about that. that That's would be a good an interesting project too. A documentary like, you know, the first what was laugh. the first joke? Yeah. Right. What was the first joke? Because I I have to imagine, even if you can say something that's funny, receiving laughs at a time like that must have been challenging. It was horrible. Yeah. Because you, fe- you were just had a pit in your stomach the whole fucking time. And you felt guilty for laughing, especially in New York City, you know, because you were surrounded. Yeah. What was the? I remember standing on street corner singing Amazing Grace, like oh, arms around it. people. And and nobody thought it was weird. Now, I remember. Yeah. You know, cut me off on my way into the subway and I'll yeah. fucking kick your ass. Right. But also the smell. And I remember the daycare center was closed and all the parents were like, what do we do? And we all met in Central Park and just had a picnic with all the kids on September 12th because we were like, what do we do? What what the fuck? You didn't know what the fuck to do. I remember also how silent the skies. It was so quiet. Because there was no air traffic, you know. I, I do. It, I, I can't even. All right, I lived we in can't. The West Village, and it was. I can still yeah. taste. It was like a, a that taste. smell was the. Uh. Okay. We're the Anyways. funniest people on earth. Hi, welcome to Kill Me Now, a really funny podcast. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked to my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code JUDYGOLD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code JUDYGOLD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. All right. You're in the band and then you move to New York. I moved to New York. I live in the West Village. And you um, you are 
you were an uh, airborne traffic reporter for KGOAM in San Francisco before yep. you left. Mm-hmm. How'd you get that job? I stalked the, the person at traffic. I, st- I became a 27-year-old intern at a newsroom. Right. Didn't feel smart enough to tell the news. So I was right. like, well, what's the, what can I do? And you were in the helicopter? It was a Cessna plane. And, and I had- you would look down and talk about the traffic? Yes. Like, do a traffic thing for me. I'll tell you right now, because I, I have no sense of direction. All right. And that's, so. that's real. So I'd be like, hey, the line at In-N-Out Burger is just starting now to No way. Yeah, that was it, because I didn't know any direction. So I was like, Were they like, this was a news station, and they let you do, like, In-N-Out Burgers really busy? Yeah, because I was doing the wrong traffic. I gave the wrong traffic, and then... How long did did you work there? (laughs) Well, here's what happened, was that the light changed. So any... It was daylight savings. Like it got, yeah. it started to get darker earlier. So all my landmarks went away because I couldn't right. see. So it was a matter of months, and it wasn't going well. But then I started doing this like comedy. Like I was right. doing. Fun. You were yeah. funny. So I would always be the kicker. The trap That's great for a few months, and then I got evicted. So I came to New York, and, and you got a job. At New York One. Yep. I was a traffic reporter there. And is this when New York One had just started? It was. It had started a little bit ago, but they didn't have a video. So it was just my voice over maps. Oh, Literally. right. Rail they, and Road Report. The, the Rail and Road Report. That's hilarious. That, and I'll tell you what. Oh. And how long did you do that for? Uh, I did that, I think, for about a year. Right. Also, and were you still sucky at it? Yeah, so sucky, in fact, (laughs) that I ended up losing that job. But what that did was allow me to go to, like, reporter school on Long Island. And then then you got a job at Queens reporting the news at WRNN-TV. Yes. And you were on the TV. I was on the TV, but I was a one-woman newsroom. And actually, before I was in Queens, I was the mall reporter at the Palisades Mall. No way. Way. And I would have to do a story on my own, out in the field every day, shoot it, or the whole thing. That is Hilarious, and what the and the thing that they had behind me, like the right, fake newsroom, right, right. was black and white, like that. It was in black and white. So oh like my god! Like but so it was a local. Yeah. Did people recognize you from that? Like when you were walking around Queens? <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, no, not really. But but I'll tell you what. One person recognized my voice when I was at a news conference. Wow! And then that gave me my job at NYC TV because he right. loved my voice from the Rail and Road Report. And he turns around. And he goes, "Are you Cat Greenleaf? Where have you been?" No way. That day changed my life. I'll never forget it. So you. D- then you got a lifestyle segment on the prowl. On the prowl with Kathleen. And what would you do? Uh, got a bar, you know, local. Uh, it's like, uh, I'm sorry, I know I'm sucking at this right now because it was so long ago. But like, I would do, you know, I would do funny things. I would do like, you know, man in the street shit, or I would do the local um, denim and diamonds bar. You can do right, you know, right, line right. dancing in Manhattan, or uh, this guy does food delivery on his pedicab, and you know, whatever that thing was. And I loved that, um, mostly because I really had a lot of free reign there. And it was from there that when another national tragedy happened, Katrina, I jumped on a bus with a camera and went down to film it, um, where I met a reporter from WNBC, who then ended up helping me get the job. who's the reporter? Andrew Siff. Uh, (laughs) Totally. That's the only reason I asked. right. And he, um, yeah. And I, by the way, in turn, introduced him to his now wife. What's her name? Dawn Wiener. Okay, so, um... You became a features reporter. Yep, on the morning shows. Uh, on the morning shows. Today, the In- Today Show. Yeah. 
and uh, the eleven o'clock news. Correct. And and were you on every day? Two days a week. And you did you get to pick what features you were going to do? I did. Once again, given a lot of free reign. I think because uh, I started my career older, so it wasn't like I was a twenty-one-year-old like older. Twenty. I was a twenty-seven-year-old intern in San Francisco. Right. So you're in your thirties at this point. Is that correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm in my thirties, and so deep into my thirties. And thirties is not old, by the way. No, but in the newsroom. No, in the in the you know vagina and breasts situation, you are old because you're a woman, right? Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. But you want to hear something? And I had never really thought about this until you just put it that way. You know, I never wanted to uh, birth a baby, and so I wonder if that's why I didn't mind waiting to start my family. I always knew 37. I didn't want to start till 37. Right. And because I had no biological clock telling me right. otherwise, I guess that's what made it okay. You know, yeah. does that... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like, I, no I didn't, but you're also Ashkenazi Jew, and we can have babies late, late in life. Really? Yes, yes. Oh. I mean, my mother was like, for, like in 1962. Yeah, she's over 40 and and pregnant and fine, like and we'll, and and she has a gigantic baby. But you know, my sister was 40. Either 41 and 42, or 42 and 43 when she had her kids. Yeah, a lot you? of Ash. 38. Okay. Almost 39. And then um, the uh, Wendy Wasserstein was really old. Like without all the shots. No, yeah, without the... But yeah, the and my aunt was also in her fort. I mean, it's Ashkenazi Jew. Like, we get our periods till we're like 60 years old. This is why we're the chosen. Right. Obviously. Yeah, chosen. I mean, look at how chosen we are. Complain. Right, to be miserable. So, so you're doing... You, you're the features reporter on WNBC. Yes. How long do you do that before... You decide, I, you create this amazing show. I'll tell you exactly what happened. So I'm there. Let's see. If I got that job, when was Katrina? When was Katrina? 2005. Okay. So let's say I got to NBC around uh, 2000. You said it was 2005? Yeah. Okay. So 2006, I get there and cut to, so I'm now I'm the feature supporter, trusted commodity in the newsroom. Right. Nobody's, and are you married? Yeah. Yes, right. When I got did you married, get married? Uh, in 03. And did you have a huge wedding? Huge. I had two weddings. Why? Because my friends were poor. We were poor, and I didn't want to ask them to fly out to Santa Barbara where my parents That's lived. so nice. Thank you. And so what we did was I no gifts, and everyone paid $27, and we went to Brooklyn Borough Hall, and we got married, and every, the lady yelled at us. She hated us because we, we, we brought right. 40 people to the, right. to the thing. Oh, fuck them. Totally fuck them. By the right. way, she's still out there marrying people. Anyway, and, uh, and now then, she can marry gay people. I believe she might have been a little gay herself. Oh, well, now maybe she's nicer now. Wait, so you had the wedding in with your parents? No, wait, so so we had the wedding on August, no, October 10th, 2003 in Brooklyn. 10, 10 wins. 10, 10 wins. Give us 10 seconds. Give us 10 seconds. Give us 10 seconds. We'll give you the world. No, you won't. Ten, You're not going to, it's 10 seconds. And he's not going to tell me the fucking world. Right. right. And and shame on you if you think that in 10 right. seconds you know you the world. fucking assholes. Fucking like scumbags. Go. So then what happened was, so I get married and then a week later I get married in Santa Barbara. However, let me just tell you something. I was so wasted the night before my wedding that my second wedding, so I was really already married, that I was, when I woke up in the morning... I was so grateful that I was actually already married because I saw in my now husband's face the night before that that would have been over. Like, I, really? I went careening. Down Why do you think you got so wasted? Because I'm an alcoholic. Oh, <laughs> you why. are? Yeah, I don't okay. drink anymore. Oh, all right. Just celebrated four years. Oh, Mazel 
top. Happy birthday to you. Now there's So you um you get married with your family. Like, yeah. is it only your family, or were there some friends from, like... It was, like, my rich friends who could okay. afford to go Okay, and then, it was it in a big hall? It was at my grand... My, now, my parents' golf club. Oh, God, I, I can't. Know, I know. Ugh. And in my mom's dress that she got for 99 bucks off the rack at Lowman's. Oh, my God, Lowman's! In the back Rest in peace. Right, but of course, like, she took every opportunity to be like, you're gonna have to let it out. It's a little... It's it's pulling. It's pulling. Oh, Which God. it was, because I'm right. a person. Anyway, so so that happened. Okay. And, uh, and Rabbi? No. My husband's not Jewish. I know, but you're... What the fuck? What so the what f- kind well, of wedding was it? What was it? Uh, Nothing? Not, no, it was, who? No, it was, was it a judge? Lex. No, his name was Lex. My, my dad probably found him on like yeah. officiant.com. And right. he was a Unitarian. And you know, they, there's no show with the Unitarians. They're not right. funny. They're not... It wasn't fun. But then my dad sings Sunrise Sunset and everyone oh. cries. Oh. Is course. he a good singer? He's great. Oh. And then my father-in-law got up and gave like a treatise on <laughs> on the politics of Eastern Europe back in the day and the thing and everyone was passing out except I just have to tell you I loved my father-in-law he passed away but I, I loved him and even though he gave that like weird what, what speech, was it what was it about the Holocaust something about the Holocaust that's uh, great to bring up at a wedding it was pretty good yeah, yeah. it was a real laugh right and, yeah. and then my dad closes it up with sunrise at sunset sunrise. six right. million Jews died in the Holocaust sunrise sunset Matzelta. sunrise all right, so oh, that's what happened right at the wedding. The guy yelled Matzeltov, <laughs> and the whole Matzel. crowd, yeah, the whole crowd cracked up. They're like, right. yeah, Matzeltov. Did they lift you in the chair and everything and do the? All right, I've never seen my parents so happy. Right, like, wow. Get the fuck and out they of love him. Yeah, they love him. All right. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, let's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's just, just kill me. Now. No, Judy Gold's no, just, kill just, just, just kill me. Just kill me now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.